Okay. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Bands to Watch podcast, episode five. This is Open and Honest. This is uh, Felix Rodriguez. Hello. Uh, he runs a, actually, he just started a new group um, or a kind of a solo project called Open Honest. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit, but uh, can you give the viewers a little bit or the listeners a little bit of uh, who is Felix, um, where you come from, what's your background, where are you, where are you hailing out of, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. Absolutely. So as you heard, my name's Felix Rodriguez. I've been a musician for about 12, 13 years. I moved to central Oklahoma area for college at OU, shout out Norman. Um, I've been playing in various bands uh, since about 2011 around here. Surf Mind Surf, Gone But Not Forgotten. Uh, <laughs> Costello, still around in some form or another. Um, I'm currently playing with Planespeak. It's an indie band based out of Norman. And I last year started releasing and recording my own music as Open Honest. Um, yeah. That's, that's about it. Well, that was a pretty fast bio. Um, <laughs> so I did a little bit of research uh, on you, as uh, most <laughs> most interviews usually do. Uh, yeah, so your your project, I listened to a little bit of it, your EP on Open Honest uh, mm-hmm. on your Bandcamp, which you can find at openhonest.bandcamp.com. Um, it's like lo-fi hip-hop, which is what I've really been yes. into the last few months after getting into um, web development mm-hmm. and just like studying different things, even reading. I like yeah, to just absolutely. read and listen to lo-fi. So um, can you give the listeners a little bit about like what is lo-fi hip-hop, what the core of it is, where you think it came from, and some of your influences? Absolutely. Um, so lo-fi hip-hop, broadly speaking, is deconstructed hip-hop, uh, blended with jazz, a little bit of R&B. It's typically slower. Um, it's like the... Not to use the air quotes derogatorily, but it's beats to music. Yeah. Um, but I think there is definitely a lot of unappreciated talent in making interesting music that is something that can happen in the background or that you can kind of get lost in. It's not super demanding. You can like dip in and dip out. Um, as far as my influences, I mean, I was listening to Jay Dilla and Nujibis like on repeat in high school. Nice. Kind of went away from it for a while. I mean, I was in a math rock band for a while, so I clearly have other influences. But, you know, every time I needed to, like, recenter myself, I just go back to that more mellow or contemplative style of music. Okay. Yeah. I think I approach it a little bit more from the jazz side. So, honestly, like, I consider, like, Wes Montgomery a lo-fi musician in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of people sample him, obviously, but... uh, just that general mood speaks to me. Yeah, no, I think that's a. I think that's kind of where people are gravitating towards nowadays. You know, like indie rock, and then the indie alt kind of movement came through, and now people are going towards like the chill wave, the chill jazz. Yeah, for the, sure. There's a lot of influence coming into the music that we're listening to today, even in pop music, which is kind oh of crazy. God, yeah. yeah, people are sampling like miles davis and like chuck berry and stuff in their in their pop songs so yeah it was underappreciated at the time i mean no it wasn't underappreciated but it's great that it's being noticed in a new way or like we're taking different pieces from it from previous generations for sure absolutely and you know it's funny um you mentioned new is um is that how you say his name 
I'm not sure. New Jubes, New Jubies, New Haves, New Haves. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we so last week I had uh, Sean Reedy on the podcast, mm. and he. It was funny because I was like, oh, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of, like, Visceral. He was like, Visceral? He's like, I've worked with Visceral, which is really funny. Like, it's uh, lo-fi hip-hop is such an up-and-coming genre that even the smallest of people are working with, you know, it's such a small group. It's not – it's like an underground scene that is – um, really exploding, but everybody knows everybody. Yeah, so it just blew my mind. It's super interesting uh, when you think about it's like a global phenomenon, but it's all people that are extremely online. So we all have really easy access to each other if we want to collaborate. Right. And like everybody's influences are always on their sleeve. It's really, you know, nobody's like hiding. It's like, oh, I'm not going to tell you where I got this sound or what. Right. Everyone's just like, yeah, hey, check this thing out. This is pretty sick. So. And it seems like there's a lot of forums being posted about, you know, how to make the best lo-fi hip-hop or, like, different tips and tricks on oh, production. Yes. <laughs> what uh, what do you use to make your beats or your um, music? Right now, I am – I did most of – I did three records in 2018. Um, I was kind of in a little bit of a manic phase at the time because I just started recording for myself. Uh, and I did all those actually on GarageBand. Okay. Yeah. It, <laughs> my little MacBook Air uh, pushed it to its limit on that one. You got to start somewhere. Yes. Uh, and it was actually pretty, I don't know, humbling is not the right word, but uh, it was freeing using software that is like the most common entry. So I'm just like, oh yeah, this is just me like learning and like if it's good enough sharing it with the world as I'm learning. But now I'm working in Ableton. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a little bit, it's definitely a lot easier to manipulate audio, but there are still times when I go back and I'm like, ooh, but the pianos just sound so much, <laughs> so much cleaner in GarageBand. Yeah. Um, so right now it's mostly Ableton, but I kind of dabble in, in both. So I tried to learn Ableton, um, and it's, you know, I use Cubase okay. um, because I did a lot of like live recording of different instruments yeah. and then the MIDI side of things that it just was like a good, it was like the step down from Pro Tools. Some yeah. people put it on the same pedestal as Pro Tools and For that's sure. kind of what I've used. So I haven't used anything else other than Ableton and then Ableton is just like, it's a different monster. Like yes. it's just, it's so, it's almost anti-intuitive to what I understand. For sure. With Cubase. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, the most helpful thing about Ableton, um, this is secret tip is uh, <laughs> uh, it'll have a capture MIDI function. I don't know if other DAWs do this. So if you're just playing along in MIDI, mm-hmm. if it's like 500 notes, it'll hold them. So if you find like a good beat or like a good chord, you can just like capture everything that you did and siphon it down from there. Okay. So I feel like oftentimes I'm like punching above my weight because I'm not a trained piano player necessarily, um, but I use a lot of piano in my stuff. And yeah. that's kind of how I find what's working. I'll just like let something loop for a long time and then find the right melody, but it'll be captured with the right rhythm and cadence. Yeah, was, well, that's that was a great that's a great point because that brings me to my next comment. Um, I was listening to your stuff and I almost would have thought that you were a piano player because it <laughs> it's actually very clean and you you don't you really can't tell. I mean, you can tell it's MIDI, but the lines are like very organic. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel forced. So yeah. that's really cool that you mentioned that. Um, for sure. There's this, uh, I don't know if other musicians do this, but whenever I find a thing that I like, I think it's because I, I grew up in a small town, uh, Sand Springs, Oklahoma. It's pretty 
out there in terms of the Tulsa area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't exactly have musicians to play with, so I bought a loop pedal. Okay. Um, and whenever you're like first learning how to make music and you have a loop pedal, you just start, you find something that works and then you just like sit on that groove for a really long time and you just find the different elements you can add to it to actually make it into an idea. Yeah. That's how I approach songwriting. It's like, it could be like an hour for me to get like an eight bar thing, but it's like so dense that I can like separate it out into like a two or three minute song from there. See, that's perfect. So that's kind of how I write. Um, when I was writing or when I do write whenever I have free time, which is hardly ever nowadays, <laughs> um, I love to loop and I'll just sit there with a guitar. You know, I've got the Cubase rig over there mm-hmm. and I've, I'll just, it's almost a, it's almost like a prison though when you're, when you're writing in loops because you build organic songs like electronic songs and, yes. and, and it's so hard to like make them a song other than mm-hmm. just like oh we're gonna build up we've got all these different layers and then yes. we're just gonna kind of go down and kind of fade out like mm-hmm. that's how most of my songs are so. yeah it's <laughs> it's a hard hard mold to break out of the <laughs> one of the most effective things that i found to like help keep yourself in check is i like will play something for a non-musician mm-hmm. like does this is this anything? And I don't get any like physical reaction. I'm just like, okay, maybe, maybe I just got a little too up my own, uh, stuff here. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely a challenge to find those organic melodies while you're creating in a digital space. But it's really, it's so much fun because you build this, you build this wonderful sounding music. You just really don't know what to do with it. And sometimes you can take those pieces you can take separate pieces, things that you like, and turn them into a completely separate song. Just yes. and use certain like motifs, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Um, from the from the loops. So that's what I. And you can take you can completely deconstruct it. Um, beats mm-hmm. are the hardest thing I have, you know, because I'm a, a ska musician and uh, by heart, you know, from from like the mm-hmm. early days. Yeah, so sure. a lot of it is just like four four time with some rim <laughs> shots and some off, you know? Yes. So absolutely. it's kind of hard. And then you start to kind of make it sound like trap and it just, I don't know. That's why I like, that's kind of why I like lo-fi hip hop. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's just there and it just feels, everything's flowing and for sure that side chained kick drum, oh, yeah. everything is just like pulsing. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, it is where it counts. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what I, um, what was I going to say? Oh, what I like to do is kind of go through some, uh, events that are happening in the city, okay. uh, for the next week. And then we'll go to the rapid five and five where, okay. um, I go, uh, I give five bands and you give five bands oh, that, you do, that you'd be listening to or influences. Okay. Um, okay. and then I create a playlist. Okay. okay. So, nice. um, so the events happening this week that I've found, uh, we have tomorrow night, November 14th, we have two things going on, um, OK Film and Music Conference at Vast, and then we also have uh, one of my good friends, Jade Castle, is playing at Angry Scotsman, which I still have not been to Angry Scotsman, I really need to head over there, I've heard it's good beer, um, and a good environment, I've seen pictures of the patio, it looks awesome, um, so go check that out, uh, November 16th, uh, a band that we've mentioned on the podcast before cliff diver mm-hmm. they have at their own risk ep release show at the vanguard in tulsa and a little birdie told me that they are uh, making a music video so that'll be fun Sick. um if anybody great. wants to be yeah oh, i love, I love them. Dude, they're just such good they're like pop punk at its finest. yeah <laughs> yeah well I, I saw them with uh, the big news when i first got back and nice. um 
and on holiday, which I think on holiday has a show that they either just played or it's coming up as well. Um, I didn't get the deets on that, but uh, definitely check them out. All three of those bands, uh, November 17th. Uh, well, I mean, this is a little bigger, but Lana Del Rey at the criterion. And then the next day, uh, November 18th is Incubus uh, at the criterion as well, <sighs> which those are going to be amazing shows. Oh yeah. Um, and then November 20th at the deli, we have, uh, Rosalind Zora, Mandias and death by knowledge. I've been listening to death by knowledge a little bit and I'm super into that. Um, going to check those out. Rosalind Zora looks, it sounds to be like a little bit like acoustic, um, acoustic alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think November 29th is the day I don't have it written down, but there's a band that's a stoner rock band called rainbows are free. Oh my God. I love, I guys. love rainbows are free, <laughs> dude. I have been getting down to that. Probably my buddy showed me them, um, two or three years ago, maybe two years ago. And they're, just like they it's introduced incredible. me to stone jesus and like all these yeah there's yeah. just some really good stoner rock and stoner metal bands such a wild live show too oh it's, i can't wait there, to see them there are costumes there is skits um there are platform <laughs> heels oh no shit. <laughs> i don't want to spoil awesome. too much but it, you're in for a good time if you go see those guys i'm definitely gonna hit them up um but that leads into the rapid five and five so i will give a band and then you give a band and i'm just gonna give a band talk a little about what i think they are and uh where they relate in the music scene and then you give one and we'll kind of go back and forth okay. so first one is ovlov which is o-v-l-o-v um they're shoegaze i actually just right before we started filming um and recording i was on instagram and one of my buddies had posted them and I trust his music taste. And I went and I listened and I was like, wow, this is really cool. They just had this album come out, I think, last year. Uh, it's called True, T-R-U. And um, yeah, really shoegazy, like alt, um, kind of punky vibes. Definitely some somebody to check out. Um, a little on the smaller side, I think. I think they had like 60,000 um, monthly listeners on okay. Spotify. So, you know, they're like in that medium to large range, but not massive so totally. um, what about you what's okay um is it locals only or... no not locals okay. only anybody it could be locals if you want to right shout out some locals I'll, I'll start with the local um Labrys. it's penny pitchlin's solo project who's the bass player in broncho okay um i think it's one of the most exciting like i don't know she's such a smart songwriter it's like kind of grungy but you can tell like she's been writing music for her whole life. Um, she was also in the Lolitas. It was a Tulsa group back in the day. I know the Lolitas. Yeah. So it's sort of that sound. But it's a little, little bit more nuanced. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, so how do you spell that? L-A-B-Y-R-S, I think. The Y and the B might be flipped. I'm not sure. I'm sorry, Penny, if you're watching. <laughs> well, <laughs> She's on tour. She's we'll figure it out. She's not watching. She's on tour. She's playing <laughs> a show. Um, we'll figure it out. I'm sure I can find them with just... Uh, Labrys and then Lolitas. I'm sure I can find something. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the next one is Clock Opera. Mm. Um, they're like dream pop, experimental, um, alt indie. Um, okay. Closest thing I could think of is a band that we mentioned last week, um, Mad Honey. Mm. Um, nice. They're yeah. Clock Opera, I believe they have a, a male vocalist, um, also kind of similar to um, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. 
Okay. So kind of in between Matt Honey and Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Nice. Um, definitely check them out. Uh, and now it's to you. Okay. Um, my next one is going to be FKJ. He just released a new EP. He, I guess, FKJ stands for French Kiwi Juice. I'm not sure. Okay. He's another solo musician, one-man band. Um, definitely a similar sound. It's it's more nuanced. It's a little bit more R&B focused. Okay. But if you're looking for that vibing out music, definitely check FKJ out. So it's it's he goes by uh, FKJ, not Fruit Kiwi Juice? Cor- uh, correct. FKJ. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I will just put that on there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, next one is swimming with bears. So that's uh, three words, swimming with bears. Uh, it's going to be like electro pop, kind of rockish. I really couldn't think of anybody that sounds a lot like them. You just have to go check them out um, for yourself. So Nice. Nice. Uh, I guess my next one is going to be uh, – I'm just going to put my influences on my sleeve. Uh, okay. Tommy Guerrero. Um, he's a guitar player based out of San Francisco. You should definitely check out his album Return of the Bastard. Okay. Uh, I very much am influenced by that sound. He's He kind of does – he's been doing lo-fi adjacent stuff but with like acoustic guitar based. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I think I might have come across him on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. Is, he, is he like – 20k followers I, I think probably. so yeah. around there um this is extremely nerdy but he did a lot of the soundtrack to the original ea skate game <laughs> okay <laughs> so if you know you know is what i'm trying to say oh i know that was a, that was a good game <laughs> um cool I'll, I'll put him put him on my uh on that on that podcast nice. um or sorry on that uh Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is Yacht Club. So it's spelled Y-O-T space club. So Yacht Club. Um, the closest thing I could think of was kind of a more emo Mac DeMarco. Okay. Um, so lo-fi Mac DeMarco vibes with kind of electronic twist, um, but kind of emo lyrics. Um, I only got a chance to listen to a few songs and... You know, I think it's if that's the if that's the mood you're going for. If you want something a little more chill, you know, listen to while you're on the drive. I definitely uh, would check that out. Um, and back to you, okay, Felix. Um, <laughs> man, this is going to be just an all over the place playlist, and I love that. I love it too. Um, I'm gonna shout out Chuck Sutton. He just released a new record. Um, is this kind of glitchy, like hip hoppy vocalist? Um, He's the first person I ever found that does like YouTube production to videos that actually like their music. Okay. Um, check out a song called Chess Bling. It's, he does a lot of amazing production techniques on there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Chess Bling. Yes. I'll have to check that out for sure. Um, and he, he's one of your influences as well? Um, I would say going forward, yes. Unfortunately, I didn't find him until after I released my most recent EP, but I've definitely been learning a lot just like coming through his YouTube videos. Works a lot in Ableton, so okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who will just post those like tutorials or whatever with Ableton, and they'll mm-hmm. they'll get their own music out there by helping other people learn Ableton, which is really it's such a cool like cross promotion yeah. thing. It's um, yeah, it's just you know it's the goodness of the goodness of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last one is the Fillmores, and they 
honestly, the only thing I could find about them, their their bio is unpopular pop music. Okay. Um, sounds pretty cool. Kind of at a loss for words of what um, who they sound the most like, but um, definitely check them out. It's uh, the Fillmore's F I L L M O R E S. Nice. Um, and these are all on Spotify. Uh, I'm assuming that Tommy Guerrero and Chuck yeah. Satt and all them are on Spotify. Yeah, all those guys are going to be on Spotify Perfect. as well. Um, let's see. What's my last one? A lot of pressure on this. <laughs> no pressure. Okay. Um, I'm just going to kick it old school with a very influential album for me. Um, go with the Avalanches. Oh, I love the Avalanches. I mean, yes. Great, great <laughs> choice. What a great choice. Yeah. Every time I put that on at work, everyone's like, the Avalanches again. I'm like, you don't understand. It's the perfect record. It is. I used to listen to it in the courthouse all the time. Well, that sounds bad. <laughs> so when I was, when I was running a mineral title for an oil and gas company, when I used to work, when I used to work over there, um, I would just put them on repeat in the courthouse. So I was mm-hmm. taking photos of mineral deeds and that was, uh, that was like my my whole soundtrack. Yeah. You drive there, drive back in the courthouse. I've never used samples, but if I did, I would want to sound like the Avalanches. Those guys are geniuses. Dude, they, they really are. <laughs> Absolutely are. Um. <laughs> God. I just got to get a horse sample. I think that's the key. That's what's going to take me to the next level. <laughs> I think so, yeah. A horse sample or... Um, just like random club noise. Yes. I think that's I think that's the key to, mm-hmm. to good lo-fi hip hop. <laughs> yes. Well that's and that's one thing I used to do with some of my music is if you listen to some of it, um, a lot of it is just me improving over things that I've written, like a loop, mm-hmm. and I'll just loop the loop and then just improv and then like that's yeah, the piece. Totally. So I made this one piece, um, what was it? I think it was Rainy Day IPA. Nice. Uh, some self-promotion on my side right here, but um, it <laughs> no, was it, uh, it, it's basically I took a bunch of uh, there's like a free sound library online, I think freesounds.org or something. Mm-hmm. And you could take all of them and I basically built out this um, cafe vibe where nice. I had like a bunch of people in the background. I had like some record hiss in the background <laughs> and then I even had uh, some uh, oops some what was it? Oh, a an ambulance. And okay. it was funny, the ambulance, I made it to where it panned. Nice. So yes. and so it sounded like it was like panning through your headphones. Okay. Um, I can get by them. But there was a really bad, if you listen hard enough, there's a really bad cut that I made with um, one of the guitars. And I used the ambulance fading in and out to over, to like. Okay. To not let you notice the cut. To doctor it. <laughs> to doctor it, basically. <laughs> so instead of fixing it, I, I got lazy and just put a different sound over it. So. You know, they say less is more, but sometimes more is more. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. <laughs> you can get creative with, with uh, bandages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've definitely not known what to do before and been like, ooh, let's find some bird sounds. So yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Bird sounds. Make it, just build that atmosphere. Like, yeah. that's the best part about music is just mm-hmm. like making it happen so absolutely um well you know i don't know we you know it's just kind of organic whenever we stop it looks like we're at the almost the 25 minute mark um is there anything else any other influences i'll just kind of leave it open to you um we could go through and add more i usually just do 10 but we can since we have a little bit of time we can add more let's see i mean this is like they're pretty much like at the top of the like lo-fi space right now but um these two artists ginseng and swum just released a collaborative record called blossom that is oof man 
just absolute top notch. I think I included Swum on the uh, on the play on the playlist last week. Okay, yeah, fair. I, I, honestly, I understand them and uh, Psalm Trees. Okay, yeah, I don't know if I've heard them. You ever, ooh, you should listen to Psalm Trees. Okay. They're really good. Definitely. Um, it's P S A L M um, mm. Trees. Nice. Um, and then yeah, Swum was on there. I don't think I included Ginseng, so I'll definitely put Ginseng on there. Yeah, he's definitely got a, a cleaner sound um, than a lot of lo-fi guys but they just their collaborative album is just top notch okay um this isn't really in the lo-fi space but i feel like i i'm a, kind of a self-trained guitar player but a guitar player i would love to emulate is krungbin's guitar tone yes. those guys know how to play with just a reverb <laughs> and a guitar it just sounds so good they lock into the groove it's so funny you mentioned them because I found out about them um, back when I, well, I I still listen to Tycho. I love Tycho okay, and yeah, Pekin totally. and, and that whole like chill wave vibe. Um, they were on tour with Tycho and I didn't get to see them with Ooh. Tycho, but they um, I got to see Tycho before and then I was on Twitter or something and I saw that they were on tour or Tycho was posting about them and I was like, oh, that's a really cool name. And I looked up what it meant. I think it means like airplane in yeah. Swedish or something. And, yeah. Um, and I looked them up and I was like, wow, this is really good music. Mm-hmm. And they they have some really good tones. And I think that's abs- – you're absolutely right. To emulate any type of their tone would be uh, a feat in itself mm-hmm. because they've got so many processing effects. And yeah, it seems like they've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Those guys know what's up. Um, I don't know. I feel like the, the influences list could be infinite, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we were talking about before we started recording our math punk – uh, yes, and all the the uh, <laughs> hyperactive tendencies of youth. Let's say, um, I definitely would not be where I am without bands like I don't know Mars Volta. Just like the commitment to uh, just going for an idea, even if it's a bad idea, and just being like, let's just go all the way through this and find something at the end of it. There was speaking of uh, Mars Volta, um, they either just created or. They've got like a super group going, or it sounds similar to them. Um, have you heard of Bosnian Rainbows? Yes. They, they are oh. killing it. Yes. Torn Maps is like the best 80s synth rock song that did not exist in the 80s. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I'm going to put them on there. I meant to, yeah, that's a really funny segue because I was going to mention them tonight as one of my favorite bands, and I totally forgot till just now. So. Dude. Um, Terry, the genderbender butcher, or whatever her name is, the singer in that group. Uh, yeah. I'm Max actually and I went to a concert in Dallas for it was another side project of that group um mm-hmm. what was their name Anti-Mask um okay and like but spelled A-N-T-E-M-A-S-Q-U-E and Terry that singer's band opened for that group okay Le Boucherettes and uh she licked my face she like got into the crowd and just like was licking people okay Great live show. If, I don't. If you want to get licked, yeah. <laughs> if you want to get maybe licked. bad live show if you don't, which is understandable. But I remember it. It's been five years and I still remember it. That's that's why they do it. They yeah. <laughs> they they want to they want to lick you so you'll remember the show. <laughs> it's just riffs and licks. Oh my gosh, fans to watch. Yeah, riffs and licks on on both ends. I love it. I love it. And that's a that's a perfect spot to uh, I guess conclude. Um, so 
got a lot of stuff going on this week, guys. Go ahead and check it out. Those events that I mentioned, um, you know, really there's no shortage of things that are happening in Oklahoma City. There's just got to be a way to, uh, you know, find out where things are. Yeah. If you haven't already, go to www.bandstowatch.com. We have a – we're giving away $500 um, whenever we launch next year um, nice. to one lucky person on the email uh, campaign. So um, just throw in your email, put your name in, and you might win. So – um, there's that, and then you can learn a little bit more about what, what I'm trying to do, build with it. Um, again, uh, Felix, if you do, you have any um, links that you want to give um, yeah, our lovely audience? Absolutely. Um, catch me on Bandcamp, openhonest.bandcamp.com. Uh, find me on Spotify, Apple Music, Title. I think I'm on Title. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram at openhonest on Twitter. It's open, honest, and um, I just confirmed this last night. I forgot to bring this up earlier. You're good. But uh, I'm playing at the Opolis in Norman on November 30th. Okay. Uh, don't know what I'm going to do yet, but it'll be fun either way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be there. So Sick. Right. I love the Opolis. That's, they have some of the best sound, I think, in, oh, yeah. um, in most of the smaller venues in Absolutely. Oklahoma. So, um, perfect. Well, yeah, go ahead. Follow him on uh Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. Friend him, I'm sure he'd love to talk to you. Um, <laughs> he's a really, he's a good guy, and he's open and honest. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm glad you came. Thanks again for thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. And um, yeah, well, we look forward to seeing you on the 30th at sure. Theopolis. Thank you, man. Cool, cool. Peace. See ya. That was fun, right? Yeah. I get why people do podcasts now. <laughs>